So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. All right, Rockstar Nation, man, I have a great guest coming from Temecula, California. I got Mr. David Serpa on the phone, combat veteran. David, thank you for your service first and foremost. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And a combat veteran, but a realtor that is kicking butt, creating agents that make a hundred grand a year or more every day. He's creating, he keeps adding agents and all of them are making big bucks and I'm going to find out how, and he's going to tell you how today among many other things. So without further ado, David, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars, my friend. Pat Ivan, how are you, brother? Excited to be on the show. Thanks for coming, man. Hey, why don't you give everybody a little rundown on who you are, uh, David, so they get to know you better. Sure. So I'm a, I'm a combat veteran. I was in the United States Marine Corps and uh, I got out with a reconstructed infused ankle and started uh, in real estate. I opened up seven escrows in my second month and made more money in my third month than I made the year prior getting shot at. I, uh, I started a team 10 months into my real estate career and in our second year, um, grew it to seven people and we did 117 transactions and here we are in my third year, and now we have 27 agents. Three of them are admins. Uh, we have done 116 transactions in the first eight months of the year, and uh, 100% of the agents that have been on my team for longer than 18 months are uh, six-figure earners, which is everybody on the cover of that magazine right there. So that's who I am, and that's what I do. Okay, so let's get into some nitty-gritty then. So, so how many houses did you and your team sell last year? Or say, did you and your team sell in the last 12 months? So we sold 117 homes in 2016 with uh, seven agents and uh, um, excuse, six agents. One of those is, a, is a, our operations manager that doesn't practice real estate. And then um, in the last eight months, we've sold 116 houses. And then we just added 13 agents to our team less than a month ago. So most of that has been with my agent. Wait a minute. Where do you, first of all, where do you find 13 agents to add to your team? How do you do that? So I, I'm a strong believer that uh, as team leaders, we're missing uh, a huge opportunity in that we're not making ourselves celebrities. We're not treating ourselves like rock stars. And so when you're not treating yourself like a rock star and you're not putting out the content, uh, there's a lot of people talking all the time, David, how do you, because people are knocking down my door. Honestly, I have, I have two to three agents a week that will uh, want to join my team um, and that's conservative. And so when I put up that I'm hiring uh, and we only hire pretty much once a year in October because that's when all the agents are sleeping and they're, they're, uh, they're calling it a day for the year. But, uh, but we, we hire in October typically. And, uh, and when we do, you know, we get a lot of people that want to join this team. We get 15, 20, 30 people that all show up and with very little advertising because they know that we create rock stars here. Right. But you know, here's a guy, right? Average listener driving down the road, struggling to add one or two agents to the team every year. Sure. 50% of the people they hire suck and then they, they don't make it past 12 months. Like, 
you know, they're really kind of wondering, you know, what's going on here. We need to get down in some nitty gritty. Well, let's go back to the beginning, all right, buddy. So let's okay. go back, David, to three. So did you go straight from the Army? First of all, where did you serve? Uh, I served in Southern California at Camp Pendleton and the uh, Marine Corps. Okay. And so when did you get out? Uh, I got out in October of 2013. Okay. And how did you transition from being in the Army or Marines to – real estate like what like wasn't it that that's a big shift it's a it's a big shift there is a, a lot of difference but the the thing is if you are willing to take with you the lessons that you learned in the marine corps and then apply them to real estate um i tell people that so i'm writing a book right now called the machine gunner's guide to real estate and it's all about using the principles that i learned in the marine corps and throughout the course of my life and applying those to real estate. And I think that if, if you're willing to work, you know, 80 hours or 40 hours a week for somebody else, you should do 80 for yourself, especially during the building process. And I have no problem waking up at five o'clock in the morning. I have no problem grinding, but uh, we have to rise above grinding and we have to get to where the Marines get, which is delegation and, uh, and small unit leadership and accountability. And I think that the more you delegate, the more that you wake up and you say, who can I get to do this for me? The more that you can set yourself as, up as a leader that's creating other leaders so that you can delegate uh, leadership. Okay. Yeah, I agree with it. So you've got all these agents, you're bringing all these agents on, you're yes, turning sir. them all into rock stars. Are you doing any real estate business yourself or are you just building your team at this point? So um, I am doing some business. I have not taken an appointment in two months now. Or uh, So I am a little bit removed from the day-to-day, -day, I guess, you would say grind of real estate, but my grind is different. It just changes. And so I have one client that I am working with that I'm selling their house and helping them buy, but it's because we're filming with HGTV and uh, you can't film with HGTV if you're not involved. <laughs> yeah. You got it. You got to take that one, right? Yeah. So, so we're, we're doing that, but uh, no, I do not, I'm not involved in the day-to-day -day practice. So basically group. at some point about a year ago, you decided I'm going I'm, I'm to build a business. I'm not going to be a real estate agent. Yeah, and it was in phases. So uh, a couple of years ago, I stopped working with buyers after uh, about being in the in real estate for about a year and a half, and that was scary. Every time that you that you make a leap a leap of faith like this or a leap of faith in yourself like this, you stand to lose money. And so uh, when I make the decision not to work, when I made the decision not to work with buyers, just like when I made the decision not to take listings, I do it a hundred percent. So it doesn't mean that I'm cherry picking buyers. It doesn't mean that I'm feeding myself. Uh, I feed my team. And if we fell, we fell as a unit. And I think that that's why the buy-in is so big with my team. Yeah. Because you're kind of like a Marine Corps unit, right? And that's... Sure. That's you you sink or swim by your, leak, your weakest link. And I think that uh, I love what you said when, you know, what's, what about the average guy who's driving down the street right now? And he's like, I hired my agents and 50% of them suck. And I think that nine times out of 10, when I talk to team leads, it's not their team that sucks. They suck. And I think that when you look at that and you look at the fact that like, you know, if you're having high turnover and if you can't recruit people and you can't retain people, you have to pick up the mirror. You have to look at yourself and be like, what am I doing wrong? Um, because a lot of the problem is not external. It is internal. And as a team lead, uh, you're looking at your team like canaries in a coal mine. If there's something that, that's wrong, they're going to be the first person that's going to let you know that something's wrong if they're a team that you've developed that's trustworthy, business savvy, and has the buy-in that they need to buy to make your tribe and your culture successful. 
Yeah. Okay. So, right, how do you, uh, gosh, I got so many questions here. So let, let's take about, take time, okay, let, what, what, let's just keep this simple. Okay. What, what yeah. specifically are you doing so that the six people that have been with you for 18 months, which isn't that long of a period of time, are making a hundred thousand dollars or more. Like if you took me and I was a brand new agent, I got my license yesterday. What are you going to tell me to do to be number seven? Sure. Okay. So, um, so actually a, a perfect example of this, we have a, a new teammate that's just joined my team less than I think nine months ago, and he's going to be our first person to make over a hundred thousand dollars in their first 12 months on the team uh, since I did it. So, um, and what has happened is we've overly systematized everything so that what we're doing is uh, we're able to leverage uh, relationships, leverage uh, our, our affiliates um, to make it so that um, we have all these systems in place. But then you have to teach these people how to fish. And so a lot of people get so caught up, these team leads, in hoarding information and not giving them what they need to do to fish that, uh, because they're afraid that they're going to lose them. And I think that if you overly inundate them with information, you teach them how to fish, you can set them up with all these um, opportunities to where they'll actually close them, make you more money. And then it's, instead of being in a scarcity mindset of like, well, if I give them this and if I teach them how to do that, then they'll leave me. Then you need to start creating other ways to generate business for your team. And that ends up being your job. That's your new grind. And right. so, yeah, so that's where I, that's where I approach it from. Okay. And, and so what are you doing specifically to create leads for them? Yeah. So, uh, so lead, so leads or what am I doing to help them uh, get paid? Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Okay. So we're a huge proponent on this team of open houses. I think that open houses sell houses, period. They say less than 1% of agents have ever sold an open house at the open house. Nine of the 15 members that I had on my team have sold a house at the open house. So you're calling BS on that one. I mean, that, that generally is a statistic used by agents who don't want to do open houses. And they're lazy. And it's garbage. And so like the thing is, if you don't want to work an open house, find somebody who does uh, because that's how you create more business. That's buy now business. And the problem when people say, oh, you know, open houses, you don't get any clients from that anyway. They're just looky-loos. Well, they're just looky-loos to you because you don't know how to close them. So you oh, need to start. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So let's talk about that. Let's keep going, uh, you know, okay. deeper and deeper on this. Okay. Let's so first it. of all, what do you do on these open houses to ensure you get the maximum amount of people there? So I don't concentrate as heavily. So you get all these people who say, oh, I work mega open houses and I have 130 people that walk in through the front door. Great. I'm so happy that that works for you in your market. It does not work out here. You're not going to get 130 people out here to an open house in this area, in my opinion. And somebody might prove me wrong. I think that what we need to focus on is our conversion rate. And what, uh, what is happening is you, if you have five people walking through your open house, if you didn't walk away with four phone numbers, and if you had five of them all telling you that they're working with an agent, they're just telling you to shut up. It's not necessarily that they have an agent. They just don't want to work with you. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, 
open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. And so what you do is you provide value in all situations. Even if somebody comes in and they say, hey, I'm working with an agent, I'll tell them anything that they want to know so that they have the best possible buying experience with their agent and I'll educate them on the area because they're out there looking for themselves anyway. And then if they happen to have been lying to me about having an, uh, an agent, then they're going to come forthright with it. Well, actually, I'm not really working with anyone. Uh, the, the Price is only an issue in the absence of value. And if they're walking out the front door telling you that they don't want to work with you, yeah, let me slow well. this down. Price is only an issue in the absence of value. Yes. That's no joke. Okay. So let's, again, let's, I want to dig deep into this. So let's just pretend you're sitting in the open house and like you said, you get two people through. I'm sure. one of the two. Okay. Yes. So you're, again, going quality, not quantity. So I'm walking through. Let's just play it off. Okay. Right. Let's just role play. dum da dum da dum How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, my name's David. Um, come on in. The house is 2000. And you got to understand, I've been worked in open house in like three years. So here we go. But, uh, but I teach this class and I'm going to be teaching it again on Friday. Yeah. Um, uh, hi, I'm David. How are you? Good. How you doing, David? Good. good. Uh, come on in. The house is 2,300 square feet. It's listed at 325,000. The HOA is about $10 a month. Feel free to come on in, poke around. Let me know if you guys need anything. So that's right, the, cool. I don't ask anybody to sign in. Because if you study NLP, if you study neurologistic programming, or if you study any sort of counter intel, you learn to read people's body language. And if somebody walks in through the front door, the first thing that you're doing is you're saying, can you please sign into my guest register? They're going to go like this. They're going to put their hands up and they're going to back up a little bit. For a body language perspective, you're already losing them because what 90% of language is nonverbal. 90% of communication is nonverbal. So you have to be able to read that stuff. Let them in. Let them go look at the house. You don't have to hold it hostage. And then when they come back, that's when you start your pitch. That's when you say, uh, so what'd you guys think? Okay, because now their guard is down, right? Because they've already seen the house. Now they've wandered around the house. You stayed there in the living room. You didn't follow them around, right? Yeah, I, I don't follow anyone around. I'm not there to babysit. I'm not there to sell them anything that they don't want to be sold. The goal is we have anywhere from seven to 12 other listings that are being held open at that exact same time that we have a flyer that, we're count, that we are marketing and co-marketing for all of our listings. So we don't want to sell them that house. We want to sell them a house and we want to get them on. The second they start getting pushy with people, they don't want to freaking work with you. You have to go value first. And okay. so we tell them, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. So, so Okay, so we, we cruise through the whole house. Seen the whole thing, walked down the steps. Thanks a lot, David. Appreciate your time. Have a good day. So what do you guys think? It's the same thing. It's nice. It's nice. But it's not exactly what you guys are looking for. Nah, you know, here's the are, thing. Are you from the area? We don't want a pool, and this has a pool. We just don't want a pool. Yeah, I, I completely understand. And there's a lot of homes that are actually be, that are listed right here in this area. Uh, what's your? Are you guys looking to stay under 350000 Is this about where you're at? I think we could probably do four twenty. Or 20. Okay, so you could potentially get a little bit more house. And then are you looking to stay in Temecula School District or are you also open to Murrieta Schools as well? 
Yeah, no, we, we definitely want to be in Temecula School District. Okay, so something to consider just in this area alone, um, you know, you got this neighborhood right here, which is a 1.3% tax rate. If you go two neighborhoods over, it's at a 2.2% tax rate. So if you're looking oh, at buying it 400000 has anybody talked to you about taxes? No. Yeah, it's not a super sexy thing to talk about, but it's important. So if at a 1.3% tax rate at 400000 annually, you're paying about $5,200 in taxes. Now, you take that same $400,000 house and you put it in an area with a 2.2% tax rate, you're spending $8,800 annually. So $8,800 annually in taxes versus $5,200 annually in taxes, you're actually saving yourself $300 a month just by focusing in neighborhoods with lower tax rates. Does that sound like something that you guys might be interested in? Uh, yeah, I had no clue. Um, yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, you know, I mean. wild. It's yeah, a checkerboard. We, you know, we're not stupid. We'd, we'd rather save the money if, if the benefits are the same. And are you guys looking for a single story or two story? Two story. Now, at this point, that's when I repeat back to them everything that they've, they've told me. So you guys are looking to keep it under 425000 You would yep. like a two story without a pool. Um, what's a good email for me to send these listings to? Rockstars at hybin.com. Okay, that better be a real email, Pat. I'm going to check it. <laughs> and uh and then what's a good phone number for me to reach you at yeah uh 443-717-7284 and can i text you at that number yeah yeah text no problem and are, are you guys currently renting uh we are you are okay great um so is this a first time home purchase or have you guys bought before you know, we owned a house in Ohio and uh, we sold it and we've been renting for a year, kind of getting to know the neighborhood, um, and getting to know the area, the zip codes, and we pretty much determined this is where we want to be. Right on. So the, we're, we're in the right neighborhood. We're under 425000 I've actually, I have four listings that are uh, vacant that I can show you right now. If you guys want to go take a look, what I'll do is I'm going to wrap up my house at three o'clock. I can meet you at this one at four o'clock here. Do you want to take a look at this? So what you're doing is you're providing value through taxes, you're providing value through knowing your neighborhood, you're providing value through schools, and once you have provided so much value that you have inundated them with value, who else are they going to work, want to work with? Yeah, right. Yeah, so you want to pick out things that no one else is going to have told them, right? Yeah. Yeah, or the things that are really important to people. People care about schools. People care about their dollar amount. They don't necessarily care about you know, your favorite apple pie recipe. They don't necessarily care about, you know, all this different garbage that we give people. They don't want your cookies. They don't want your hot chocolate. Uh, uh, nobody's ever bought a house because it smells like cookies. Um, so uh, we concentrate on the house. We stop. We don't think so much on, uh, on all the garbage that comes along. So what with do you tell your agents to do like prior to open house? You say, hey, listen, you better know the school district like like nobody's business, you better, you know, get on online and study the hell out of it. And you better know, you know, how do you, how do you train agents to, you know, be prepared rather than just winging it and showing up? So we, uh, I teach an open house class that I, um, that we do and we actually re role play through it and everything like that. And I only teach it one time for each one of my agents. I do not work an open house with anyone. I think, you know, it is a fight or flight kind of, you know, you're either going to sink or swim. You know what I mean? And I never worked an open house with anyone else. The best way to do it is to just do it. And so um, as far as we go, I ask that everybody put up 30 open house signs. And that's it. I don't ask for anything 30? crazier than that. 30 open house signs. Absolutely. So they got to start like two hours before. <laughs> no, it's a, it, it takes about an hour to put up 30 signs. If Because what you're doing is a lot of times you're hitting one corner three times. 
Okay. I used to put up for my open houses, the way that I got started was putting up 60 open house signs and two banners. 60. Wow. 60 open house signs and two, two and a half right, by why five not, foot. Right? It's like the 10X rule, right? Just why not just, just right. balls out, right? And just, yeah. you know. If, if you're working, everybody should know that you're working because you should not just be thinking about the people that you're serving in your open house. You have to be thinking about the people that are going to start saying, hey, David Serpa's everywhere. David Serpa's everywhere. And so if you put up 60 open house signs, how many more people are you, are you reaching? And uh, a big part of putting up open house signs is making sure that they're branded to you or branded by something that you believe in so that you're not going up putting up a sign that doesn't have your name or your phone number uh, on it and you're putting up 30, 40, 50 open house signs that are taking you an, an hour and now what you're doing is you're branding your brokerage instead of yourself. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, you know, you're, you're big on video. You've got some major, major viral videos. Talk to me about what you're doing uh, with video and what you're recommending your agents do with video today. So video is kind of a, it's the new frontier in a lot of ways. And there's a lot of really fantastic companies out there that are making it so that you can do video follow-up. We are not using BombBomb, but we did look into BombBomb and it's a pretty fantastic program. What we're doing is we're using video as you educate to dominate. And so we have over 150 videos on our YouTube channel and we're at a point now to where we're starting to release three videos a week. And we just started doing that a, a couple of weeks ago and the response has been astronomical. Where are you putting these videos and what, what are they of? YouTube and Facebook predominantly right now. And what they are is they are education videos for real estate agents. Um, they're also, I'm helping the, my veteran community in rising above PTSD, PTSD and focusing on winning and positivity. And then there are also education videos for our clients. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Okay, so an example of one for agents, right? You're training them on something like an open house. Sure. An example of one uh, for your clients would be what? The top 10 things to do when getting ready to sell your house okay. or um, you know, anything like that. And then another video for, like, for veterans would be um, power poses, how to overcome PTSD and thrive. So it's stuff like that. It's, uh, it's, it's all um, about attracting business through evergreen content, through video, podcast, and blogging. And you're just doing these on your computer, kind of sitting like you are right now? 
No, I'm actually, so I have professional equipment. So a couple of months ago, I made a massive shift and it's been part of, um, so I've gone through, went through a divorce. I've been going through a divorce for about the last year or so. So you have to redesign your business around your life not the other way around. And I have two small kids that I have 50% custody of. So what I started doing was I started removing myself from the day-to-day grind of real estate about a year ago and focusing on building a media empire through podcasts, videos, and blogs. Um, and so I didn't, I didn't go cheap with any of it. Um, I have full-on professional equipment. In fact, if you look right here, I'm not messing around. I got to look good right here for you, Pat Ivan. Great. So, so what do you got there? I've got lighting equipment. I've got my, uh, my Canon, which is my camera that I'm recording. I've got sound equipment. I've also got uh, my podcast stuff, a green screen, and uh, I'm all set up, brother. And what's, what's your YouTube channel? My YouTube channel, if you just look up the Holmes team, you'll find us, or David Serpa. It's very easy to find, S-E-R-P-A. All right, excellent, excellent. Okay, so talk to me about you know, how you're connecting uh, with fellow veterans because I want people to learn this. Uh, and I want you to talk about the NLP and the authenticity of it and what you're doing because it's strategic. Yeah. Uh, but I, I need you to talk in a way that, you know, knowing that not everybody is a veteran, but they may be a single mom or they may Absolutely. be a mother of twins or they yeah. may be, you know, a dude that loves to play golf, whatever it is. Uh, like, you know, they want to create videos to try to connect with that audience. How are you doing it? with the veterans and PTSD and then relate it to, you know, anything. So the big thing that we're doing right now is a thing called Vet Talks, which what we want to do is we want to take the TED Talk model and we want to use veterans to educate other veterans on, and this is like the PT, PTSD does not only affect veterans. If you have some sort of trauma that you're affected by after the point, that's PTSD. Most people are just calling that anxiety right now. And so what I'm doing is I'm trying to help people overcome that mind uh, frame of being reactive, which is shortness of breath, which is uh, you have no ability to be intentional. And I'm trying to teach them through meditation and through power posing um, and manifesting how to be intentional uh, because I think we learned that in childhood. We learned that in abusive uh, parent-child relationships. We learned that in... stop you a little bit. Just yeah. Out of curiosity more than anything, but also I think people can learn from it. What, what is power posing? Yeah, so, um, and I have a whole video on this that I'm actually getting ready to real... Uh, I have to shoot one for real estate agents and entrepreneurs as well. But what I do is uh, I stand up when I meditate. Um, I put my hands out in different ways. And what I do is I start with clearing my mind. I go towards being intentional. And then from there, I move towards receiving. So, yes, sir. So here we go. You want to rock and roll, Pat? Let's do it. So, uh, so the first thing that I do is I start off here, which is kind of stereotypical. And I think about um, just clearing my mind, getting rid of everything. You know what I mean? Allowing yourself to be a little bit of a blank slate. And then I move to here, which is um, basically like shouting from your third eye. I know it sounds nuts, but I'm nuts. Yeah, that's cool. So we're and, like, uh, you're listening on audio. We're just basically lifting our hands over our head. You're lifting uh, your hands up over your head, putting it over your forehead. Eye, and your thumbs on your third eye. So you're just kind of, you're kind of doing like uh, mountain poses and yoga and kind of like stretching a little bit. And I'm thinking about my, I'm thinking about my family and I'm thinking about my children. I'm thinking about laughing and I'm thinking about smiling and joy and whatnot. And then I move on to, uh, you know, victory and I move on to overwhelming gratitude and receiving, being open to receiving and being intentional. And he's basically, his hands now if this is on audio. So just and, and it's a whole process. So you're basically doing, 
It's kind of a little bit like Tai Chi a little bit and like um what it is is so different religions, uh different martial arts, uh, professional athletes, everyone works on controlling their breath. Because if you can control your breath, you can control PTSD, you can control anxiety, you can control your happiness level, you can control what you're doing with your day just by slowing down and taking some time to breathe and think about what it is that you really want. Yeah, being grateful for the right? things what it is that you really want. So, yeah. okay. so, you know, digressed a little bit there. So, okay. So like somebody is a golfer, right? They're trying to connect. They do power poses. Uh, what, what else can they do to connect with the audience uh, and have the same success that you've had uh, with your videos? Okay. So, um, so a big part of video is understanding your video. A lot of times real estate agents, because we're all a bunch of uh, egomaniacal uh, <laughs> type of people, we just love to see ourselves and love to hear ourselves talk, is we forget who our audience is. And I think uh, one of the things that you do really wonderfully with your podcast is you remind uh, us, your guests, before we even get started, um, who our audience is, is when we're reading so we know who we're talking to. And I think that you have to remember with every video what your goal is what your purpose is, what your call to action is. You can't just be doing it for the sake of doing it just to hear yourself talk. Makes a lot of sense. Okay, cool. All right, so you're telling all your agents to do these open houses with these monsters amount of signs. You're massively training them to teach every, uh, to, to make sure that they teach everybody coming through like they're a millionaire. You're teaching them how to do extremely authentic videos with their niche or niche. Mm -hmm. What else are you doing uh, to get actually, them to, to sell more houses? I'm not turning them on to video because I think that the, the biggest part of my team is we are honoring your design. That's everybody. So if you are a paperwork admin person, I want you to concentrate on paperwork and admin stuff and I don't want you to worry about anything else. If you are an agent and you don't want your face on signs and you don't want, your, you don't want to make videos, I don't want you to make videos. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm putting everyone where they belong. So what else am I doing with them? I, we do a daily conference call, which absolutely changed my career. Michael Hellickson from Club Wealth forced me to do that one, and I didn't want to do it. But at 7.40 a.m., we start off our daily conference call, and uh, I check in with everybody. Um, that's actually been a huge one for us. And then uh, monthly, I meet with every member of my team for 30 minutes. And then I also have all my six-figure agents coaching all of our new agents one-on-one um, -on -one for 30 minutes and having a daily conference call with them as well. Wow. So you're basically keeping them accountable during these calls. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. So what we're doing is we check in with them. I say, uh, I read the sync report, which is commissions Inc. Um, if you're using Boomtown or whatever backend system that you're using, tracking the numbers is huge. And I'm yeah. saying, okay, uh, so you made 15 phone calls yesterday. Um, how was your day? And they'll say, oh, well, you know, you know I went out, I showed properties, I wrote an offer. Uh, okay. Wh wh who did you write an offer for? And what was the lead source? Well, the lead source was Commissions Inc. And then that way, uh, other agents that are having trouble converting these leads find out that there are other agents that are actively converting them. And then like people who are working open houses every Monday morning, how's your open house? And then the agents that didn't work open houses get a chance to hear the agents that did come in and talk about all the new clients that they got. So it's a way to get them to inspire each other by honoring their design. And uh, so that, that's what I do. Yeah, and you know, one of the, the biggest pieces of accountability that you have, and you, it's not even intentional probably, is, uh, you know, all these new agents that you're hiring. I always said that, you know, the best way to keep an agent that's been there for a while accountable 
is to hire a brand new agent. Sure. Uh, because the brand new agents are always very aggressive, very gung-ho. They always have beginner's luck, which means yes. like the first damn call they take, they get a close a deal. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it just, it's, it's a phenomena that happens. And, and so the other agents are like, Whoa, wait a minute. You know, you know, I'm, I, I need to, I need to wake up, you know? Yeah. And so if you're hiring as many agents as you do, uh, providing you're not spinning through them and you have like this chaotic culture where everybody's quitting and hiring new, providing you're keeping them, which it sounds like you are, yeah. um, there's accountability, you know, that's, that's subtle right there. Sure. And so the, the thing is, is first and foremost, like I love what you said about beginner's luck. A big part of beginner's luck is they, they believe that they can do it. And a lot of times when you've made 800 or a thousand phone calls over the course of a month and you've heard no enough times, you stop believing that you can do it. And so those new agents, I mean, what you think about, you bring about whether you, you can or you can't it, and you think it, that way you're right. And so these new agents, they absolutely push some of the older agents. They inspire them. And my older agents, are so they just want to see everybody win so our culture is so fantastic that they're actively involved in other people's success that it, that they're not necessarily financially benefit, benefiting from because they give a crap about each other and so you brought up culture we do so i've lost uh one of my six-figure agents did leave to go start her own team that's okay that's okay i mean I'd like that's all right and it took a long time for me to get to a point to where i was like okay with losing people I'm very slow to hire. This last time that we hired was the first time that we've hired in the last year uh, because I, you can't fake culture. Either you have it or you don't have it. And you have to be solid on your culture footing, I think, before you start hiring more people. And you have to be able to provide value for your older agents as well as your newer agents before you continue to hire. So um, that's my mindset on hiring. I actually, I have very low turnover. Typically, if people join this team, they don't leave. That's key, buddy. That's key. Well, listen, David, this has been awesome. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day today. I'm going to put all this information. I'm going to put David's information if you want to reach out to him. If you know somebody with PTSD, you know a veteran that uh, wants inspiration, that wants to become a realtor or wants to be a realtor, uh, he's a great guy to chat to, very open and, and uh, very authentic. I'll put all of his direct information so you can contact him or reach out to him at hybendigital.com backslash David Serpa, S-E-R-P-A, hybendigital.com backslash David Serpa. And David, you know, we have this toolbox that we created at Real Estate Rockstars where all the guests that come on contribute something uh, that they take from their business. Uh, and, and then the agents listening, our rock star community for free, can go and get this toolbox and pull out PDFs of, of different forms to use and systems and that sort of thing. You mentioned a few things at the beginning. What's one thing that you can provide us that we can put in that toolbox that uh, you and your team use? So in honor of, uh, of your show doing video here for the first time today and being a part of it, I'd love to give you guys your own private video for uh, just your Pat Hyven real estate rock stars. What I'll do is I'll send you a private link to it. I'll upload it onto YouTube so that you guys can, uh, can link it to there. That way all they have to do is visit that, that link and it cannot be you. The only way to do it will be to go through Pat Hyven. You, uh, I know you have a big live audience right now, whatever anyone's curious about, if you want that video posted, whatever comment gets the most likes, why don't we do it that way? I'll make that video. I'll make that available to you guys. What's, and, the, uh, uh, what's the video going to be about, though? 
That's what I'm saying. If, if somebody's got a comment of a video that they want, whether it's how to build a team, when to hire, um, you, t you talked about um, how to get agents to perform. We talked about B uh, NLP. We talked about... Um, Let's do NLP. Can you provide us okay. a checklist of or some information on NLP, some neuro-linguistic okay. programming? Can you do that? You got it, brother. That's what okay. we'll do. Just, uh, just email it to me later. You got my email. You got my direct because we emailed back and forth. Send that to me. I'll include it in the toolbox. I'll also include it in the show notes, uh, hybendigital.com backslash David Serpa. David, listen, you've been awesome, brother. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, best of luck to you and to Mecula. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Pat. I appreciate it. Thank you for turning into Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.